0: Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face.
1: I'm Kate Orslan. And I'm Jessica Toon. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hello, Kate. Hey there, Jessica. How are you? I am, you know, day day to day, Kate. Day by day, <laughs> just just making getting through. But it's lovely to see your face on the on the Zoom screen.
0: It's always wonderful to see you from a distance.
1: Yes, yeah, a, a nice, so, <laughs> very very socially <laughs>
0: distance podcast recording.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the way we're doing it, but it seems to be working out just fine. So let's let's just get right into it. We are going to talk about some trade fixtures today, commercial trade fixtures. And, you know, we've talked before about how a fixture generally is a piece of personal property attached to the real estate, which is generally conveyed with the property when it is sold or remains in the property when a lease ends. Common examples include shutters, blinds, built-in bookcases. Commercial properties
0: can also often have what is known as trade fixtures in them. What's a trade fixture?
1: I'm glad you asked, Kate, considering that's what this podcast today is about. It's an improvement (laughs) attached to the real estate, but it's unique to the operation of the tenant's business and not to the building itself. So a
0: common example of a trade fixture is a steel prep table in a restaurant kitchen that is bolted down to the floor.
1: Right, so in a house, a kitchen island bolted down to the floor would convey with the property, but unlike regular fixtures, trade fixtures usually do not remain with the property after the tenant's lease ends. Instead, provided it can be
0: done without damage, the tenant is permitted to remove those fixtures from the property at the lease end.
1: Of course, there are always exceptions. For example, if the trade fixture becomes integral to the building structure because of the way it's attached, or if the purpose it serves is integral to the building, like something in the bathroom or a sprinkler system.
0: And what does without causing damage mean? Well, the landlord and tenant could have differing opinions on that.
1: So it's always best to be proactive about trade fixtures and commercial properties. And you can do this in a few ways. First, when you're negotiating the lease, you want to discuss everything in the property that is expected to stay with the property at the lease end.
0: Next, you should discuss any trade fixtures that the tenant expects to bring in, how they will attach to the property, and how they expect to remove them. If any will become integral to the structure or purpose of the building, identify those as something the parties agree will remain after the lease ends. You may attach an exhibit to the lease listing ownership
1: of different fixtures after you agree. Take pictures of all the fixtures and places where a trade fixture is expected to attach so that you can evaluate any potential damage after removal. Include in the lease who is responsible for removal, the cost of removal, and the cost of repair if removal leads to damage. Document the condition at the end of the lease as well. If the property is being sold, you should assess
0: any trade fixtures inside. If there's still an active lease, first look to the lease to determine the status and expectations. If the lease is not explicit, you may have a conversation to determine this. In any event, the parties may need a separate bill of sale to deal with any trade fixtures in the property.
1: All right, Kate, let's take it to the legal hotline. I'm working on a commercial deal where my client is leasing space to a hair salon. The tenant is bringing in countertops that attach to the wall, chairs that bolt to the floor, and hair washing stations, among other things. Are these trade fixtures? What should we do to protect my client's interest?
0: Yes, these will likely be considered trade fixtures as they are specifically for this tenant's business and they are bringing them in. To protect your client's interest, you should clarify the tenant's intentions toward the property, memorialize any agreements in writing, Take pictures of the space, particularly those areas where the fixtures will be secured, and discuss and agree in writing as to who is responsible for removal and cost of repair, if any is needed. Jessica, a restaurant tenant has defaulted on their lease. The restaurant is no longer operating and we have changed the locks. But much of their equipment, including tables and chairs and kitchen workstations and appliances, remain. The tenant bought all of this into the space. What do we do now? Can my client, the landlord, take possession of this personal property?
1: Well, first of all, Kate, I'm going to imagine that there are already some lawyers involved, which is definitely necessary here. But looking at it from a 10,000 foot view, both sides may have some rights here. It depends on too many things to cover in this podcast, unfortunately. What the lease says, whether there was a separate agreement regarding personal property and or trade fixtures, whether the trade fixtures are integral to the building, whether the tenant has declared bankruptcy, and if so, who may also have rights to the personal property. That tenant may have other creditors who want to get it in line for their piece. It also may depend on whether your client wants to or is able to turn that property around to a new tenant and wants the stuff gone. They should be working through all that with you and their attorney. Kate, the lease ended with no issues, but some trade fixtures remain in the property. The tenant had agreed to remove them. What now? It depends. Does the landlord want to keep the trade fixtures? Does the
0: landlord want to remove the trade fixtures, but it is costly and the tenant was supposed to pay for that? Does it look like removing the trade fixtures will lead to damage to the property? Either way, you know where we're going with this, straight to the landlord's lawyer to determine the best way to approach the situation based on the written agreements and parties' business determinations.
1: All right, now let's talk about limiting your risk. First, put it all in writing. We've said it before and we'll say it again. Make sure all your intentions and agreements between the parties regarding trade fixtures are in writing and clear. Document the condition of the property, particularly areas where trade fixtures will be attached
0: at the beginning and end of the lease.
1: If the property is being sold mid-lease, be sure to account for any trade fixtures in the property and don't assume they will remain after that lease ends.
0: Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you are logged
1: in to see this page. Thanks.